the World Cup is putting a strain on all the camels. Depressed people are less likely to send Christmas cards. And Indonesia just passed a law banning sex outside of marriage. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet in Southern California. Yeehaw! The World Cup is putting a strain on the camels. Oh, the poor camels. As Qatar, or Qatar as some pronounce it, welcomes more than a million fans for the month-long World Cup soccer event, even the camels are working overtime and they're very stressed. I'd imagine some of these camels have to be given some medication to keep them, or maybe uh, they smoke them up. You know, cannabis is wonderful for stress, by the way. I'm not promoting cannabis on my podcast. (laughs) Yes, I am. It says here, Shaheen, Shaheen is a person, I assume, Shaheen stretched out on the sand and closed his eyes, but there was little time to rest for the camel. I assume Shaheen owns the camel. The World Cup fans have been coming in droves to the desert outside Doha, and they were ready for their perfect Instagram moment. They wanted to ride Shaheen's camel on the rolling dunes and take some selfies, right? Taking selfies with camels, that's how you do it. I've always wanted to ride a camel. I've never have in my life. That's on the bucket list. I'd love to go to Egypt someday. It's a dream of mine to see the pyramids. Maybe one day we can make this happen. The article continues by saying, Visitors in numbers the tiny emirate has never seen before are rushing to finish a bucket list of gulf tourist experiences between games. Ride on a camel's back. Take pictures with some falcons and wander through the alleyways of traditional markets. On a recent Friday afternoon, hundreds of visitors in soccer uniforms or draped in flags waited for their turn to mount the humpbacked camels. Camels that did not rise were forced up by their handlers. When one camel let out a loud grunt, a woman from Australia shrieked, It sounds like they're being violated! Nearby, a group of men from Mexico dressed in white Qatari thobes and headdresses took some selfies with the camels. Here's a quote from Juan after he took a ride on a camel. It's really an amazing feeling because you feel so tall on that camel. I'm a short man, as you know. I always wanted to feel tall. The camel surprisingly smelled nice. Now, cashing in on this camel opportunity are the animal's handlers, who, thanks to the World Cup, are making several times more money than they normally would. Here's a quote from Ali, who's a 49-year-old Bedouin camel herder from Sudan. There's a lot of money coming in, thank God. But I tell you, it's a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure on me, a lot of pressure on my camel. But, you know, I got me a good camel. So, we holding up, man. You might be thinking, Jonesy, that's not an accurate accent for a Bedouin camel herder from Sudan. I'm aware of that, but I can't do that accent. Ali came to Qatar 15 years ago, it says, but has worked with camels since he was a child. On an average weekday before the World Cup, Ali says his company would offer around 20 rides on the camel per day, 50 on weekends. Since the World Cup began, Ali and the men he works with are providing 500 camel rides in the morning and another 500 camel rides in the evening. The company went from owning 15 camels to 60. Wow, it's a, it's a bursting camel industry right now. Now, like other Gulf cultures, camels once provided 
Qataris a vital form of transportation and even helped in the exploration and development of trade routes. Today, the ungulates figure into cultural pastimes. Camel racing is a popular sport that takes place on old school tracks outside the city. And I've even covered a story about a camel beauty contests. Um, in fact, the story I covered um, accused certain contestants of injecting Botox into their camel's faces to win those camel beauty contests. So pretty scandalous and a very weird story if you want to track back. I can't remember when. Now back to Ali. He says he knows when an animal is tired. Usually it will refuse to get up or sit back down after rising to its feet. He can identify each camel by its facial features, by the way. But the sudden rise in tourists mean there's less time to rest between rides, he says. A short ride lasts 10 minutes, while longer rides are 20 to 30 minutes. Normally, Ali says, a camel can rest after five rides, but now... Because of the tourists, he's saying people can't wait. They don't want to wait because they have other plans. They need to go to the middle of the desert, he says. Since the World Cup started, the animals are taken for 15 to 20, sometimes even 40 rides without a break. Oh, these poor camels. Well, what are we going to do about this? Do we have a solution? Well, as always, Jonesy has a solution for everything. Here's my solution. Save a camel. Ride a soccer player. A new study finds depressed people are less likely to send Christmas cards. <laughs> Ooh, the mystery is finally solved. I always wondered if depressed people were less likely to send greeting cards. Wow, we finally have the answer. I hope it was worth the $2 million for this study. <laughs> I mean, ridiculous. Ooh, we also discovered that depressed people are less likely to go Christmas caroling. Door to door. Oh, really? Wow. I had no idea. Thank you, researchers at the University of Limerick, Ireland. <laughs> the researchers have found that people who are experiencing depression, guys, they are less likely to send out Christmas cards when compared to those who are not depressed. Uh, now, the study was led by a professor named Stephen, who is the director of the study of anxiety stress at the university. The study of anxiety stress. Well, I could totally be a professor of anxiety stress. I can tell you exactly what will make you stressed. I don't need all this money either for research purposes. Uh, Stephen says this study was aimed to examine whether or not sending out Christmas cards provided any insight into the sender's mindset. Yeah, I can tell you another insight into the sender's mindset. Whoever's sending Christmas cards is probably 120 years old because no one sends Christmas cards anymore. All right? So put that in your study. To undertake the study, the researchers looked at data from more than 2,400 respondents who had taken part in a study that collected certain information. How'd you find 2,000 people that still send Christmas cards? I mean, like, oh man, did you go in a time machine and go back 50 years? Because who's sending Christmas cards? Now, I know it's a thing, but man, it's really on the way out. So the researchers found that about 55% of people who did not experience depression reported always sending Christmas cards, as opposed to 46% of those with depression. Yeah, I don't even know how you get someone with depression to answer your damn questionnaire. I mean, when I'm depressed, I can't even lift a finger to do anything. It was also found in the study that the decreased likelihood of sending cards was only present for Christmas and not for those who practiced other religions. The researchers suggested that the results of the study show the mood of the sender may be an influencing factor in their behaviors around Christmas time. No way! Are you kidding me? The mood of someone's, someone's mood could influence their behavior around a holiday? <laughs> wow, that is just... 
groundbreaking information. I could have never put that together. Here's a quote from one of the researchers who is clearly wasting resources. For those who are already depressed, a Christmas season laden with these social behaviors is likely to be threatening due to their depressed behavior that is, you know, not getting pleasure from their typical behaviors. In this case, sending Christmas cards would fall underneath that. Oh, yes. We have so much more money to do other stupid studies, we're happy to say. We are going to now study whether or not hungry people like to go to a buffet. That's the next one. <laughs> ah, meanwhile, Jonesy's sitting here with a nut allergy that no one can seem to cure. There's no research bucks flowing into the nut allergy cure, unfortunately. Too busy, too busy. Finding out whether or not depressed people want to go get jolly. <laughs> we, thought, we thought that was more important. Well, listen, if you guys want to send me a Christmas card, I, I know you probably do after I covered this one. Just email me. I'll give you my address. Funnyjones at gmail.com. Indonesia bans sex outside marriage. Well, well, if you happen to be traveling to Bali or other destinations in Indonesia, you're not going to like this news. Indonesia's parliament has passed a law banning extramarital sex. That's right, guys, because they think it's 1480 over there. Any individual, they say, who has sex outside of marriage in Indonesia could now face a sentence of up to one year in jail. Wow. Yes. Did you sleep with your partner outside of marriage? Well, now you're going to sleep with some people in jail for a year. The new legal code, which includes over 600 articles, that's a lot of articles, uh, it was unanimously approved in, unanimously in Parliament? What's wrong with these morons? Unanimously? Not one person was like, hey guys, this is a little draconian. Don't you think this is over the top? After all, Bali is a very popular tourist destination. A lot of people from Australia like to go to Bali. Those people like to have sex because they're normal it says here, critics have said that the new law is a disaster for human rights. Yeah, of course it's a disaster for human rights and other rights and tourism, I'm sure. I mean, who's going to go to Bali if you can't, you know, get with your partner? I mean, I'd imagine it's a popular romantic tourist destination. I went there for a romantic time. I had a great time in Bali. And it says here, Bali's an incredibly popular tourist hotspot. Over 300,000 people vacationed in Bali this year in October alone. That's just one month. However, unmarried couples on holiday will have to refrain from any sexual activity, according to the new law. Oh, hey, baby, want to go to Bali and hold hands? <laughs> Watch a sunset and hold hands? Do you also show up at the dance clubs and make sure they're not dancing too close, like at high school dances? Is that what the authorities are doing over in Bali? Guys are ridiculous over there. It says here, business leaders are worried that the new legal measures will put off tourism for Bali and other popular Indonesian tourist destinations. Yeah, duh. This new dumb law will apply to Indonesian citizens, foreigners living in the country, and visiting tourists. Uh, it says here, cohabitation has also been banned under this new legal code. Unmarried couples will no longer be permitted to live together. Unmarried cohabitors will face a sentence of six months in jail, whereas extramarital sex will carry a possible sentence of 12 months in prison. I love it. You're married. You're like living with your romantic partner, and they're like, none of that. You're now going to go live in a jail. We find that to be more appropriate. 
Adultery has likewise been marked as a jailable offense as well. The new laws are partially the consequence of rising religious conservatism. Conservatism. Approximately 86% of Indonesians are Muslims. Indonesia has the largest Muslim population in the world. Enforcement of the new law would be based on reports to the police by a spouse, parent, or children. And a lot of people were against this. Small protests took place outside the Indonesian parliament building in Jakarta just on Tuesday. A small protest? I'd imagine a large protest would take place. I mean, you're basically saying you can't have sex till marriage. and That's going to drive people crazy over there. Well, guys, at least most of us anyways, can take solace in the fact that we're not living... In Indonesia, where you could just be thrown in jail for touching a boob. I mean, it's just very silly behavior, in my opinion. Maybe you have a different opinion. <laughs> Call the show. I'd love to hear it. Thank you for being present for another episode of the Weird AF News Podcast, the only daily weird news podcast in the galaxy. Please subscribe if you haven't already so you can get this podcast five days a week. That's right. We do it five days a week because I'm a hustler, baby. I just want you to know recording weird news from Monday to Friday, baby. And on Friday, we do only weird news from Florida, which means tomorrow you will hear weird Florida stories. If you would like to send me Florida articles, hit me up in my email. It's funnyjones at gmail.com. Or you can send them to me as a link in my Instagram DM. Yes, at funnyjones. Or you can tweet them to me at funnyjones. There's all kinds of ways you can get me Florida stories. You could uh, write it down on a notepad and drive it over to my house. You could do that, although that would make you insane. But I'm okay with it. I understand that some of my listeners are just as insane as I am. So I embrace, I embrace you for your weirdness, man. I really, really do. I appreciate weirdness. I'm all about weirdness. Um, if you'd like to support the show, by the way, you could do so by going to weirdafnews.com and clicking on join the Patreon. There's a Patreon banner. You can click on that and join the Patreon. Or you can click on buy a coffee. You can buy me a coffee. Yes, yes, you can. Why wouldn't you buy me a coffee? That seems like a nice thing to do. Oh, my Boston accent slipped out. Why wouldn't you buy me a coffee? What the F is wrong with you, huh? Get, come on, be wicked smart and get me a coffee. Come on now. Be nice. Um, okay, what else? I guess that's about it. I've arrived. I'm, I'm in Dallas now, and I'm doing shows all weekend. If you happen to be in Dallas, please send me a message. Funnyjones at gmail.com. All the shows are sold out except for tonight, Thursday, and Sunday night. So just FYI, um, you can find this information on my Instagram at funnyjones as well. I think I did all my due diligence now. Is there any more due diligence to be done? Did I do the do to do 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 diligence? I think I did it all. And yeah, I'm just going to go be caffeinated now. Okay, bye bye.